This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us and for following Working Like Dogs on Instagram and Facebook. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis and my co-host is my amazing service dog, Lovey. And you know, we're thrilled to be with you today to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today we're welcoming Anthony Mays and Joey to the show. And Anthony Mays is the special agent in charge with the New Mexico Attorney General's Office. And he's also the Attorney General's commander of the New Mexico Internet Crimes Against Children and Human Trafficking Task Forces. So Anthony is also, with all these hats that he wears, he's also one of the handlers for Joey. And Joey is a new member of the New Mexico Attorney General's Office, and he's a uniquely trained dog who can sniff out electronic storage devices, making him a tremendous asset when there's a suspect who may have hidden child pornography or other digital evidence in criminal cases. So Anthony's going to visit with us today, and he's going to tell us about the important work that he and Joey are doing together. So come right back after these quick messages as we welcome Anthony Mays and Joey to the show. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Licka Chops. Get the third bottle. Free. New improved Lycochops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lycochops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. I'm so happy to have Anthony Mays and Joey with us today. Hello, Anthony, and welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. And full disclosure, I have to tell our listeners, Anthony, about what a good friend you are and how I've known you all these years that we've worked together through the Attorney General's Office and on, on lots of projects. But I'm so happy you can be with us today to talk about Joey. Me too. I'm excited to be on your program. Thank you. We'll start out, Anthony, by telling our listeners a little bit about your job at the Attorney General's Office and the kind of work that you do. I mean, what is the Internet Crimes Against Children and Human Trafficking Task Force programs? Tell us all about it. Well, the Office of the New Mexico Attorney General is the regional Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force for the state of New Mexico. There is 61 regional task forces throughout the country, and our mission is to go after child predators, those individuals that are contacting children online through different social media platforms to entice them to meet with them and to sexually exploit them. 
We also look at individuals that are trading child pornography online, and those individuals are trading child pornography of children that have been exploited either here in our state or around the country, and again, trying to stop them before they actually prey on a child. So our task force in the state of New Mexico, the Office of Attorney General's task force, consists of 87 agencies, the military, state, tribal, and federal, and they're throughout the state of New Mexico, and they've all been trained by our office to go after these child predators. And um, our office receives every tip from the National Center for Missing Exploited Children, about 125 to 130 tips a month of children being enticed or exploited in our state. So those affiliates that we have throughout the state will take those tips and do the investigations with our um, oversight and some guidance. And so that's how Joy falls into this. Um, and I can tell you a little bit about that if you'd like. Yeah, well, tell us, how did you, so that's some pretty serious work that you're doing, Anthony. And I mean, 126, I think, reports that you said come through. So imagine how many are not reported. So why did you guys want to add a dog to your group? What was that about? Well, so we, we do an average of uh, one or two search warrants a week, just our team here at the Attorney General's office. And then, of course, our affiliates throughout the state also do search warrants. And when we do these search warrants on these predators' homes, they will have media that they're transferring images onto. So it could be an external drive, could be an SD card if they're taking pictures of a child, could be as small as a thumb drive. And there's a number of ways that they could transfer the media onto a storage device. And these individuals will hide those devices and that would include a phone as well. They may hide them in a wall. They may hide them in behind a, a plate. They might hide them in between a mattress. Our investigators will go out and serve these search warrants, and they're very thorough in searching. But once in a great while, they may miss something that may be hidden somewhere that may be just a, difficult to detect, maybe in between a wall. So about uh, back in 2007, early 2007, I had a presentation done by a, um, the commander from Seattle, Washington. He runs a similar task force to the task force I run here, and he has the dog bear. And he was explaining to us that in the subway investigation involving Jared Fogel, they use bear. They had determined that he was enticing children, and when they served a warrant on his home, they used bear to help search the home and Bear was able to find these hidden devices that contained evidence of Jared molesting children. So that really intrigued me, and I, and I, and I thought, well, I, I need a dog like that because we may miss something. And I was familiar with uh, service dogs because my daughter has a service dog, and I was I'm familiar with drug dogs and bite dogs being a police officer. Never heard of an electronic detection dog. So um, I looked into it, I expressed my interest, and I looked into the program, and I have Joey, and I can tell you a little bit of how he came about and how he joined our team. Yeah, right. tell us. So after that meeting, I talked to the Department of Justice, and I told them that I really, really, I really want to get a dog like that. And I said, what would it take? And they said, well, you have to make a commitment that you, you have a canine handler and a secondary, and I'm the secondary. And second of all, you'll make the commitment to make sure that this dog is taken care of. And so I said, yeah, put me on the list and we're, gonna, we're good to go. We need a canine like this. So I received a call uh, about mid, 
2007 and from the Department of Justice and said, hey, we found an organization called Neighborhood Electronic Detection Canine, and um, they actually go in and take uh, dogs that are part of programs. For example, Joey was part of a program for people that are visually impaired. And so in Joey's case, he was one of, of a couple dogs that were taken from this program. And so they're great service dogs, but Joey is a little, was a little too hyper to be with someone that's visually impaired, but he's very intelligent. So the Neighborhood Electronic Detection Canine, there's an organization by the, a gentleman by the name of Todd Jordan in Indiana, who is the same place the Neighborhood Electronic Detection Canine Incorporation is. And Todd Jordan trains electronic detection dogs. And so uh, Joey left this program with the visually impaired and was taken over to this program. And then at that time, of course, I got the call and said, hey, we have someone for you. We have a dog for you. So wow. uh, Joey went, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so went, go ahead. Go ahead, Anthony. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you have questions. So I could just go on and on because I'm excited about it. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm excited about it, too. So I love that. I do want to just say, though, pick up on a point that you made, because I get so many questions from our listeners about this. When a dog doesn't make it as a service dog or a guide dog, that they get another job. And this is a perfect example of that, where someone, where some dog gets another job, where it doesn't doesn't fit at being a guide dog, but it has these really great skills that can be applied to other work. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened to Joey. So please yep. go ahead. So you got the call. And so, so were you doing this, Anthony, through your grant, through your Internet Crimes Against Children grant with the Department of Justice? How did you guys work that relationship? So I got the call and they said, we have a dog for you. And they said, we, we found someone to donate him. So, um, yeah, so they'll donate him to Neighborhood Electronic Detection Canine so he can begin his training with Todd Jordan. And they said they will pay for the training, and his training was um, extensive. And, and they said after he's done, then you'll have to send a trainer out for two weeks, and then they'll, uh, they'll go through a certification process, and then you'll get a chance to bring him back. So and a, my handler, only- a handler, you mean, Anthony? Yes, a handler. Okay, I'm sorry. okay, gotcha. That's okay. One of our handlers, um, Owen Pena, went out to uh, Indiana and went through a two-week training with Joey just so they get to work together and they got certified together. And so the commitment that I made with the Department of Justice through my ICAC grant is that I'm paying for Joey's uh, vet bills every month <laughs> and, um, and, <laughs> and then his food, and he eats a lot. So because he's um, food-driven, he's not toy-driven, so he, he eats when he works. But if you look at him, it looks like he's always working because he's gained a little bit of weight. Um, uh, yeah so he's not starving at all trust me it's um because that was a concern of mine at first that he wasn't toy driven he was food driven and so that that went into the grant so when i wrote the grant there's actually a paragraph in there explaining how i'm going to be paying for a dog and his food and his canine bill which was you know it wasn't the first time that it's been done but it was it took some convincing with with the Department of Justice, but they understand the need and they approved it. So got that through. First, <laughs> Julia, Julia cost me a little bit more than I thought he was going to cost me when he first joined our team because his, uh, I'm trying to think, he's had two little accidents. One, one, he was in the backyard of the handler and he was running in the backyard, chased after a bird because he's a lab and he had a branch go through his leg. Ooh. He had only been here about four months. 
So um, needless to say, that was an expensive vet bill. And then, oh, oh, the big one. This is a funny one. So uh, he was here um, about three months. It was one month prior. So back to back, they determined that he had uh, something wrong with one of his, his front biters. And they decided that he needed a uh, root canal. And then he ended up getting a titanium tooth. Wow. We went with a titanium tooth. And I, I didn't want to put that off because, I mean, we could have probably just went without a tooth. But he is food driven and I didn't want his yeah. tongue hanging out. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be in tip top shape in order to work. Yep. That's so right. you don't, you don't want to have any of those issues. <laughs> well, how long was Joey in training once he switched over to the neighborhood electronic detection canine program? How long was he in training there, Anthony? About six months. Okay. So, yeah, so he had to learn a whole nother set of skills. But how great for you guys that he'd already been through at least a good portion, I'm guessing, of the, the guide dog program. Is that true? As they, yeah, I don't know if you, we just watched Pick of the Litter, which we actually had the director on the show a, few, a little while ago. And it's a wonderful show that talks about how the, a wonderful documentary of how they actually do all of the training for the guide dog program. I think if he would definitely not work for the program, if he wouldn't have been the guide dog first, because he's very disciplined. I mean, he really, I mean, he follows commands. So I think it was just one more tool for him to pick up. And he's a lab. He's very smart. And um, he picked up on, on the process uh, of how to detect the, it's, it's an adhesive that they use on, on devices, like on uh, external drives and on flash drives. It's a special type of adhesive that, um, holds up really well against heat, mm-hmm. and um, Joey detects that. Nice. I mean, that, that, so, how did you get? Um, since you're the second, you said he has a primary handler, and you're the secondary. What did you have to go through, Anthony, in order to work with with Joey? Well, I I do shadow the primary handler quite a bit, Owen Pena, mm-hmm. and then we have a service dog at home for my daughter, and um, I've worked with him, of course, since we've had him. So. I know how to work with service dogs and then working with our handler and then our, well, actually having Todd Jordan come out this year to actually recertify Owen. We do this yearly, recertify Owen and uh, Joey and I'll be part of that process as well. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Well, Anthony, we are going to take just a short break and hear some important messages from our sponsors. And we love our sponsors. And then we're going to be coming right back because I have a lot more questions for you about Mr. Joey and the work that you guys are doing. So come right back after these messages. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. DGP is an all-natural formula proven to help aging pets with joint and mobility problems. It goes to work quickly, providing vital nutrients to the joints while reversing the effects of age. Some people see results in as little as seven days. Don't let your dog struggle another day. Call 800-521-0543 or visit dgpforpets.com and enter the code WORK, W-O-R-K, for 25% off your first order and free shipping. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And we're talking today with Anthony Mays and Joey from the New Mexico Attorney General's Office. And before the break, Anthony, you were just starting to tell us about exactly what it is that Joey is detecting. You were talking about the adhesive on the devices. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how they train Joey to detect that? Well, now I, the uh, training itself is proprietary, and we, I can't disclose that part uh, okay. what Todd Jordan does. But um, he's one of the only trainers in the country that trains electronic detection canines on um, the adhesive. And again, it's it's very unique to him, and it's, they're not toy driven. It's very unique, and there's actually there's a class going through right now. So after this class completes, there'll be 20 electronic detection canines throughout the country that are food driven. Wow. And so when you're working with him, because I know like with Lovey, I have to always keep working on her commands, right? To keep her in good shape and I I have to work with her. So how do you guys do that? Does Owen train primarily with Joey to work with them or do you guys do that together? And do you do exercises where you go out and make sure that Joey's skills are staying really strong? That's a great question. So yes, so Joey is actually housed in our ICAC suites. So it's where all our investigators are housed. It's a, a large office just made up of internet crimes investigators and an analyst. And so Joey actually doubles as a wellness dog too. So it really brings down the stress in that room as he walks around. And, and so every hour he goes out on the plaza and um, every hour he goes out on the plaza and he, he walks around. And then at least once a day, our office is located at the on the business side of the Hyatt Hotel downtown in Albuquerque. So the Hyatt Hotel gives us a room. Usually it's a dirty room. <laughs> and um, Owen will go in there and actually plant devices inside the room. And then he'll bring Joey in to find them. And that's part of his training. And he does that every day. Oh, that's perfect. That's so great that you guys can do that every day and that the Hyatt provides that. That's wonderful. It is. Yeah, well, so Joey gets to to do all kinds of adventures then if he gets to go do that every day. And you mentioned that he does wellness work. So is tell us about that. Well, other than he walks around and, you know, inside the suite and uh, everybody pets him. And of course, Joey loves being, loves being loved on. So he, uh, he's, <laughs> yeah, he, he's quick to like lie down and for you to rub his belly and, you know, just, just petting him in general helps with that because as you know, Dealing with these types of cases can cause vicarious trauma and compassion fatigue among the investigators and the analysts. So that part of their work environment, I try to keep that as, as much as stress-free as possible. And so they're required to break away from their computer and not be exposed to those images. So when they, they're able to break away, they're able to maybe spend some time with Joey. So some of the investigators will actually go out with Owen when they go for a walk and just walk along the plaza with them. And then some may actually go with him up to the training room and watch him train. Yeah, that's great. Does he do any other kind of work outside of your staff? Does he do any other kind of wellness work in the community? Uh, He doesn't. No, he he does school events. I mean, he's been at several events throughout the state. Uh-huh. Um, and he'll do demos at the school events for, for children. So that's that's pretty cool. And, of course, yeah. uh, they, they come up and pet him. He's not. He's definitely not a bite dog. He's a loving dog. So he loves going to school events. 
Oh, that's great. So yeah, then he does do a lot of, of actual outreach and, and education. That's so great. Well, tell us, so does he go home with Owen at night? He doesn't stay in the office at night. No, no. So he does go home with Owen at night. So he's part of Owen's family. And then when Owen needs to take a vacation, then he becomes part of my family and he gets to meet his, uh, I guess, his, his new brother, who's <laughs> our service dog, who's a sheepadoodle. And uh, so they get a chance to hang out. <laughs> and um, yeah, so, and, and, and our sheepadoodle is actually very loving as well. So they're going to have a great time. So yeah. Owen's first vacation is coming up in February. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, good. So he's going to get to come and stay and, and have some play days. That's great. Well, yeah. um, are you guys thinking about adding a second dog to the AG's office, or is Joey now able to handle your your caseload? I think that'll be it. Yeah, Joey's it for our caseload. I mean, he's he's enough. I mean, we he gets used about two or three times a week, and I think you know that's plenty. And um, I think if we had another dog, it would be logistically difficult for us to get him across the state and. Plus, there's a lot of other states that, that are basically following our program. I've given several, several commanders our policies and procedures that, that I've written for our canine. So it would be nice to see every uh, task force, all 61 regional task forces for all 60 with a electronic detection canine. Yeah, yeah. So you would think, Anthony, in your opinion, you think Joey's making a, a difference in your work? Oh, Definitely. Definitely. So just looking at his stats, and we keep stats on Joey just to see how he's doing. He has found over 50 devices since he's been with us. That number is kind of low. I'm shooting low. It's been more than that. But um, I think as far as large devices, I know recently in a search warrant, there was a hidden device that he had found that the investigators missed. So That's awesome. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Well, if it just impacts the safety of one child, it's so worth it. So that's... That's amazing. That is so cool. Well, and did I hear you correctly? So you said that, did you say that Joey came from the dog bear that actually helped to to get Jared Fogel, that famous subway pedophile, convicted? Yeah, so Joey came from the same program as Bear. So Bear went through Todd Jordan's program. And so Bear and there's a couple other canines that I've got a chance to meet recently. But that's where it all started. So, and uh, Joey came to the same, basically the same academy as there. That's awesome. That's so great. Well, what advice would you give, Anthony, to anybody who's thinking about getting this type of dog on their staff? What kind of insights or advice would you have for them? Well, I think the demeanor of the dog is really important because especially the kind of work we do, labs seem to work, be, to work best. And uh, with the demeanor where they're very laid back, and uh, but they will be playful. I mean, he, he is, a, you know, he is a lab. And I mean, there's been cases where we're going to a search warrant, he sees a bird and he starts barking. But I think finding the right dog, definitely being a guide dog first, or at least going through the program to be a guide dog was helpful for Joey. So when he went through this training, um, he did great. In fact, I, I want to brag about him that he did graduate top of his class, and I don't. Uh, <laughs> in fact, uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, is when he went through the program, I and mean, Owen was telling me that they had to wait for all the other dogs to go through because he just breezed through it. Oh, he was the little star. Yeah, he was top of the class. <laughs> That's awesome. And so you said he's a lab. What color lab is he, Anthony? I guess he would be considered a, well, he's a yellow lab. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, still laugh. Yeah. And so, how are you handling his fitness? If he is, like, I certainly can appreciate gaining a few pounds, how are you guys dealing with that since you have to use food as a part of, of his work? Well, he does, uh, every hour he goes for a walk. <laughs> as we yeah, all so should do, get up and exercise. Yep. <laughs> so every hour he goes for a walk on the plaza, which is something we expect. And then one of the, uh, one of the agents last week was actually kind of watching him alone was, Owen was out doing something, some police related duty, maybe testifying in court. So one of the agents, she loves running. So she took him for a run and I guess he took her for a run. So he enjoys doing that. So now we all know that he loves running. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So he's going to be doing more of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, how much do you guys feed him with his meals? How do you deal with that? Well, um, since he's food driven, he eats every time he's training. And again, we'll eat probably once an hour, but not a lot once an hour. Mm-hmm. But when he does his major training in the Hyatt, then he does the majority of his eating then. And then at night, he'll do a little bit of training with Owen at night. And then on the weekends, I compensate Owen to do training with him. So on the weekends, Owen will spend at least an hour or two just working with him on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, that's part of his process too. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he eats a little bit more. I mean, I... When you meet him, you'll see. I mean, he's, he's gained a little bit of weight since he joined the team. So, Well, I know. That's why I was wondering because I really have to worry about that with Lovey because she's so food-driven. And I've read and I've talked with other officers that have different types of canine working dogs. And there's several of them that I've spoken to over the years that actually hand-feed their dogs pretty much 100% hand feeding. And I have to say, Lovey's the first dog that I do a lot of that with her. I actually hand feed her probably almost the majority of what she eats. And so I was just wondering that about Joey, if that's what Owen does, if he hand feeds him um, the majority of the food that he gets daily. So what I've seen in the office, and that's, that is a good question because I haven't seen him interact with him at home after hours. Mm-hmm. But here at the office and we're doing our, well, he's doing, well, he's being trained. He's always hand fed. The only, Owen has a water bowl for him in his area in the suite. And then Owen has a pouch of food, but I've never seen Owen pour any food in a bowl for him. It's always hand fed. Yeah. Yeah. That's like me. I now have a little treat bag attached to my wheelchair <laughs> and I, I carry that with me. And, you know, that's the first time I've done that with Lovey. She's my fourth dog, as you probably know. And that's the first time. But I have to say it works very well at getting her attention at keeping her attention. It has been a really great tool. Yeah, that's uh, I remember Lovey. Yes. An amazing dog too. <laughs> well, Anthony, we just can't thank you enough for being with us. And I could talk to you all day, but I have one more question for you before I know you have to get back, you and Joey, to your important work. And that is, can you tell our listeners how they can get more information about you and Owen and Joey and the work that Joey's doing? Sure. So uh, Joey actually has an Instagram and it's uh, S-A-Joey-N-M. So it's Instagram at S-A-Joey-N-M. And then he also has his on our Facebook page. And um, we have trading cards for Joey as well. So if you ever see us, ask either his primary handler, Owen Tenya, for a trading card. Or ask me. Or you're welcome to stop by the office and meet him in person. That's great. And is it the New Mexico Attorney General's Facebook page? Yes, it is. 
Okay, awesome. I wanted to clarify also, did I when I said the dates, did I say 2017? I think you said 2007. Okay, I meant, I'm sorry, I meant 17. That's okay. I meant 17. <laughs> That's okay. It would be difficult because Joey actually was born 9-12 of 2016, so, and okay. I was thinking, yeah, I guess I've been a police officer so long, that date stuck in my head for some reason. <laughs> No worries. Yeah, so he's about three years old. So, oh, he's got a long working history ahead of him, we hope. Yep, that sounds great. And we'll actually list your Facebook page and the Instagram on our website so that our listeners can can find you guys. And we'll have a beautiful picture up there also of Joey so that our listeners can see him and know how to reach you guys for questions. That would be awesome, Anthony. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate your time. And Anthony, thank you for the incredible work that you do. It's hard work, but it's so important to keep our kids safe and our families safe. So thank you so much for the work that you do. And Joey. I appreciate that. Thank you. Awesome. And thank you, our listeners, for being with us. You know, we love to hear from you. So please keep your comments coming. Um, Lovey and I love to hear them. And you can reach us at Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. And you know, you can also follow Working Like Dogs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we're having so much fun connecting with you and seeing your photos of your amazing working dogs and the work that they're doing every day. So thank you so much for being with us and we look forward to being with you again soon. Take good care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.